Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become mentally stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. Today's episode is sponsored by Podcorn. I recently started using Podcorn as a way to earn some extra money while still doing what I love, creating this podcast and putting it out there for you guys to listen to for free. It's how I've been finding episode sponsors and great companies to work with. So, if you are a fellow podcaster, listen up. Podcorn is a marketplace where you can find and connect with some amazing sponsorship opportunities, such as host-read ads, like this one, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. The best part? There's no middleman. No matter how big or small your podcast is, you can find the right fit for you. And something that I personally love is that you submit the proposals. So you always work with brands you enjoy and feel passionate about. You set your own rates and collaborate with the brand directly, ensuring you maintain creative freedom and full control. You never have to give up the rights to your podcast and its contents. And if there's ever a problem, Podcorn is there to support and help you every step of the way. You can feel safe with your creative baby. So if this sounds like a great opportunity for you, and it should, click the link in my show notes and start browsing all the brands in the Podcorn Marketplace. There were two more murders 15 miles away. Most serial killers end up in prison after they've committed their crimes. 
On August 16, 1950, a man was born who would go to prison for one murder, become famous for his literary skills, and then become a serial killer after his release. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Johann Jack Underweger was born on August 16, 1950 to a barmaid and an unknown American soldier. At a young age, his mother was arrested and he was sent to live with his stern and criminal grandfather in Carinthia, Austria, who used his grandson to assist him in stealing farm animals. Jack himself, much like the rest of his family, spent his time in and out of prison for things like theft, burglary, pimping, and sexual assault. In 1974, when he was in his mid-twenties, Jack Unterwager was arrested and sentenced to life in prison after he strangled 18-year-old Margaret Schaefer with her own bra. Now, this seems like an alarmingly short story. Only one victim and life in prison. But while serving his time, Jack Unterwager decided to teach himself to read and write. And, as he soon discovered, he had an aptitude for the latter. He began writing short stories, poems, plays, and an autobiography called Purgatory, or The Trip to Prison, Report of a Guilty Man. This work got the attention of the Austrian literary elite, who all took his writings as evidence that he was rehabilitated. They lobbied for his freedom for five years, and in 1990, they got their wish. Jack was released and immediately began living his life as a minor celebrity. He became a playwright, a journalist, and hosted television programs and reported on news stations. His autobiography even became a reading staple in some schools. He was on every guest list and had money to buy anything he wanted. He was a symbol for the modern prisoner and rehabilitation. A killer turned per- a killer turned perfect citizen. What they didn't know was that within months of his release, Jack Unterwager had gone back to his murderous ways. In fact, some of the murders he reported on were in fact his own crimes. Within the first 12 months of his freedom, Jack killed at least six sex workers in the dark of the night, all garroted with their own undergarments. His first victim, Blanca Bokova, was found on September 15, 1990, nude with a pair of gray stockings knotted around her neck. Though his other victims were said to be sex workers, there is arguments that Blanca was not. Several weeks later, Bruhilde Masser was reported missing, and two months later, Heidi Marie Hammerer was also reported missing. On New Year's Eve, her body was found by hikers just outside of town. Her slit found inside of her mouth and had been strangled with a pair of tights. Bruhilde was found a few days later. When Elfried Schrempf went missing in March of 1991, her parents called police to notify them that a man had called the girl's unlisted number to taunt them about their daughter's occupation. Her body was found on October 5, 1991, her remains already skeletal. After her death came Sylvia Zagler, Sabine Moitzi, Regina Prem, and Karen Oroglu, who all vanished within a month. It was that same year that Jack Unterweger was hired by an Austrian magazine to write about crime in Los Angeles and how the U.S.'s opinion of sex work differed from Austria. He met with the local police and Austria's golden boy went on ride-alongs in the city's red-light districts, all while staying at the infamous Cecil Hotel that had already housed the infamous Richard Ramirez. He wrote a couple of articles and, while in the U.S., 
strangled Shannon Exley, Irene Rodriguez, and Peggy Booth. All three girls had been beaten, sexually assaulted with a tree branch, and strangled with their own bras. Sound familiar? Well, people started to notice that as well. And one of those people was a 70-year-old retired investigator who thought these new Austrian crimes sounded a lot like the ones he dealt with in the 70s, ones that they knew were at the hands of Jack Unterweger. So they placed the famous writer under surveillance just before he left on his trip to California, and when he returned, they heard about the crimes committed on U.S. soil. It was all too similar, and in February of 1992, an Austrian SWAT team raided his Vienna apartment, but Jack and his teenage lover, Bianca Mrak, were long gone. On the run, Jack and Bianca traveled through Switzerland, France, Canada, and back to the United States before police could catch up to them. All the while, he made phone calls to the Austrian media asserting his innocence. The couple were finally tracked down by the U.S. Marshals in Miami, Florida, and arrested on February 27, 1992, and he was extradited back to Austria that May. Back on home soil, Jack Unterweger was charged with 11 homicides, one of which was in Prague and three in California. He was found guilty by a 6-2 majority and sentenced to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. That same night, June 29, 1994, Jack Unterweger hanged himself with his own shoelaces and the cord from his tracksuit. He died using the same knot he used to take the lives of 11 women. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on August 17th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.